If you've lost your vision, your energy, or your mojo, then this show is for you. Whether it's your health, career, relationships, it's time to reclaim and discover your best life yet. Award-winning journalist and TV host Gail Guayardo will touch, move, and inspire you in this entertaining, fast-paced, and informative podcast. Gail has helped thousands of people achieve massive, life-changing transformations. So here's your host, Gail Guayardo. All right. For some of us, we love it. For others, it's a chore. But come to find out, sex is actually good for you. I mean, science says so. Right now, we're going to talk to one of the nation's leading experts, Dr. Laura Purdy. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Absolutely, Gail. I'm so glad to be here. And I'm glad we're going to talk about exactly what you just said, that sex is good for us. I think a lot of people don't realize that because Sometimes so much emotion goes alongside sex. I mean, you know, you're you're thinking of all of these other things that are going on in your head, but you don't realize what it does for your overall well-being. And I know that you are licensed to help people in 50 states, and that's exactly what you do. So let's talk about the connection between sex and someone's health. Right. So first of all, I want to define what are we talking about when we say sex and your health, what does that mean, right? And so you have the health of the person and you also have the health of the couple. And both of those things are so important because for the individual, we can talk about mental health, right? Depression, anxiety, PTSD, that can play into it. I mean, there's so much involved in the sexual experience and someone's mental health. Then additionally, the physical health. And when I'm talking about that, things like pain, ED, urinary incontinence, all of that can play into the sexual experience. And that's just for the person. But if we start to talk about the couple, because now it's two people involved, not just one, um, it's so important that we understand how our wellness as an individual and a couple is impacted by the state of our, our sexual relationship. When you first get into a relationship, I mean, 99.9% of the time, you know, there's a lot of chemistry going on and there's a lot of connectivity and excitement and it's new and it's different. But as you know, the years go by, sometimes a lot of couples find that they're stagnant and sometimes they're not having sex as often. And I, I just wanted to ask just out of curiosity, how often should steady couples or married couples be having sex? Ooh, yeah, that's what everybody wants to know, right? Like, what's the magic number? Yeah, everybody wants to know what is everybody else doing? Because then that helps helps me to know if what I'm doing is okay. And what I tell people is this, don't put so much pressure on yourself about the number, because it's less about, well, sure, for some people, it's absolutely about quantity. Some people are, are, there are quantity couples out there, but it's more about the quality and what is enough for you. For example, Maybe some people want to have sex every day. Maybe some people are perfectly happy having sex once a week. But it's more about that, like we, you know, like we talked about, it's about the couple coming together and deciding this is what is the right amount for us. What if you're on separate pages and you are the one that wants to have every sex every day and your partners once a week, once every two weeks? I mean, how do you find that common ground to stand on together? It's hard. It's, I mean, this is not easy. If you're in a relationship or if you've ever been in a relationship, you know, this is not easy. 
But that's where we talk about building the intimacy, not just physical, but also the emotional intimacy. Because it's important for couples to communicate to each other about their needs, all of their needs. But today we're talking about the sexual needs, right? So communicating to your partner, this is what I need and this is what I want and allowing that to be a two-way conversation. And from there, that's when you have to use those good relationship skills like compromising, right? Giving yourself, you know, self-sacrificing, serving the other person, making sure that you're working on their needs getting met, and then working on ways to get your needs met as well, so that both people in the couple are satisfied with what's happening in that relationship. So I want to deep dive into the kind of the things that you're talking about right now. But the name of this podcast is Your Story, Your Health your best life. So let's start with you. I mean, you're an expert in your field and I don't know, I mean, this is kind of new to me. I don't know if there are a lot of people with a niche expertise like you have, but I'm sure there are many, many folks out there listening right now that want to hear advice from a specialist like yourself, because quite frankly, if you're having a problem or you're not finding that connectivity and your needs are not met, it's embarrassing. I mean, who who do you talk to? I mean, this wouldn't even be something that I would pick up the phone and really talk to my best friend about because, you know, who's going to give you the advice you need? So let's talk about you and your area of expertise. I would love to do that. So sexual wellness is the thing that everybody wants to talk about, but nobody wants to talk about, right? Like you just said, you wouldn't talk to your best friends about it. I, I don't really talk to my best friends about it, right? And A lot of people don't talk to their doctors about it. When was the last time you had an honest conversation with your doctor about your sexual wellness? Never. Maybe after you give birth. I've never in my life had a conversation with my doctor about my sex life ever. And now that I know that it's completely tied into my health, you wonder like, well, you know, it's not just about feeling good. I mean, it's what goes on inside your body. So it should be a conversation that you're having with your doctor. But again, I don't think that there are a lot of doctors like yourself out there, which is why I'm so glad you're licensed in so many states where you can help people. And and when people come to you, Dr. Purdy, like what are some of the things that you help your clients and your patients with? So the first thing is the mindset, right? And I'm not saying, and I all for modesty, and all the things that, that we talk about, yes, we should be, we, we can be in some instances you know, modest and, and all of that. But that aside, these are body parts that serve a function. They exist for a purpose. And if we have any other part on our body that stops working or doesn't work right or doesn't do what we need it to do, we will go to the doctor like our eyes or our teeth or our mm-hmm. knees or our back or our stomach. We will take all of that to the doctor but we won't take the time to do that necessarily with our our sexual organs unless something is really, really wrong or it's painful or it's an infection or something like that. But we don't have these conversations. So it has to start with a mindset shift to give yourself permission to talk about it where and when it's appropriate and to ask questions and to get education and to get help if you need it. That's where we start. Once you kind of jumpstart the conversation, then what happens next? I mean, you know, what is the typical, I mean, and I know every case and every story is different, but is there any common thread? Is there any common denominator that you feel that couples struggle with? 
There absolutely is. And the first thing that comes to mind as you're asking me that question is what I hear so often is people say, I had no idea it's not just me. If we're talking about pain or ED or urinary incontinence or lack of libido or difficulty orgasming, which is common for women. And when they start to unpack their heart, for them to hear me say, you have no idea how common this is. It brings people to tears because they have felt alone and isolated and unheard and they feel weird. And to know that they're not alone is so comforting to people. Yeah, because, you know, people probably suffer in silence a lot because, you know, to what we were talking about earlier, it's it's not a conversation you feel comfortable having. And I think, you know, even in sharing in this podcast, if people are listening right now, they're going to hear this and they're going to think, you know what, I'm not alone and I need to talk to my healthcare provider about this. Now, do you help people with like, you know, what you say, like, let's say women for sex hurts or, you know, men, it's erectile dysfunction or lack of libido. Like once you say what's wrong with you and what you're experiencing, how does one find the help that they need? Yeah, absolutely. So I do, I do help people with these problems. There's a lot of ways to find the help. Of course, the easy button is go see your doctor or king to my doctor, which is which should, which needs to change, right? You need a new doctor. If you're not comfortable talking to your doctor, they you need a more receptive doctor, but there are lots of ways to get help. So for example, one of the clinics that I'm involved in is called Rise Medical. What we do is first of all, get people to come in and talk about now, it as an individual and as a couple. And then we start coming up. Oh, oh, oh. no, I, I didn't mean to interrupt because we had a, just a little hiccup in our connectivity here, which I'm sure now, you know, people are kind of used to in the world of Zoom and and, you know, trying to have conversations long distance, you, it choked there just for a second, but you, you have the conversation, you find out what's going on when you're helping people in all these different states and you're licensed to help people in all these different states. Does that mean you're doing it like you and I are right now? We're talking long distance, we're connecting over, you know, virtually, like how does it work? It works in every way you could imagine. Yes, I do have a virtual primary care clinic and people come to me a lot. People just sign up from all across the country to come and talk to me about their problems. I also have some brick and mortar clinics that I oversee as the medical director, right? Where people can go in person because not everything can be handled virtually. A lot can, but sometimes people will need procedures. Like one of my personally favorite procedures because I've had it done is a radio frequency procedure for women that can help with pain and urinary incontinence. Obviously we can't do that online, but they can get that done in person for with the clinic that I, you know, affiliated with and overseeing. What do you do for women who have low libido? There's a lot we can do. So the first thing that we do, and, and this applies to all issues of sexual wellness, is we make sure there's no other medical contributing causes. Because a lot of times people won't know, for example, antidepressants, something like Zoloft mm-hmm. will demolish the libido in the vast majority of people. Some blood pressure medications do the same way. And mm-hmm. so we start with a nice medical review of let's make sure you're healthy, your thyroid's healthy, you're not anemic, you don't have vitamin D deficiency, all these, you know, your hormones are where they need to be to make sure that there's nothing that we can fix. After that, then of course, we want to make sure that the couple is healthy. So we address any you know intimacy issues within the couple, right? So if there's interpersonal conflict that needs to be resolved, we can allow for some couples therapy or something like that. And then we have procedures that we can offer women to help them, medications we can prescribe if they want to do that. There are so many options. 
All right. So again, I've heard your story as a doctor, which, you know, I think a lot of people are going to find refreshing that there are medical experts like yourself out there to help them through these situations. We've made the connectivity between sex and your health. Once you get this all pulled together, for a lot of people, it really probably does you know, mean that they are going to live their best life. Because I mean, I think that's what we are looking for in our relationships. And, and we are looking for that connectivity and it, that bond. And, and that's really at the end of the day, what this is all about. It is. I have never met a couple that, or a person, right? I've never met anyone who's ever said, gosh, I really regret working on my intimacy, physical or emotional. Everyone is so happy when this is something that they invest into and really put in the time and the work and take a moment to be bold enough to talk about it to people like each other and people like the doctor. It pays off so much and people are so happy that they did. Well, Dr. Purdy, I certainly want to thank you for joining us on this Bloom Bonus Podcast. I know you've been on our nationally syndicated show headquartered here in Tampa, Florida, but I really appreciate you being part of your story, your health, your best life, because we like to give our viewers just a little added you know, bonus, as you would, just to kind of expand on subjects that you know we love talking about on the TV show. So I hope you'll come back and visit us again soon. I would love to come back anytime. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you, Dr. Purdy. That's it for today's episode of Your Story, Your Health, Your Best Life with Gail Guayardo. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener that posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to win a $25,000 value private VIP day with Gail herself. Be sure to head on over to Your Story, Your Health, Your Best Life podcast.com and pick up a free copy of Gail's gift and join us on the next episode.